Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, we're going to go over the six worst homes for first-time home buyers. Buying a home for the first time can definitely be a little scary. Am I choosing the right one? What if this home is okay, but the perfect one comes up next week? What if I end up hating this place next year? What if the neighbor next door is really weird and creepy? Lots of what ifs. With the right guidance from a seasoned professional, most of your worries will subside. So let's get into the six, shall we? Number one, that one's a little too cozy. You may not have children when you first buy your home. You may not even be planning on having children. But hey, mistakes happen. (laughs) Those plans could change in the next five to ten years. And that tiny two-bedroom bungalow you've been eyeing for so long may go from just right to what in the world were we thinking? In general, three is a good average. Just in case you end up staying there longer than expected, you can start a family and still be comfortable. Number two, the bloater. On the flip side, you shouldn't just get the biggest house you can qualify for either. Five bedrooms might make sense for you in the future, but if it's just you, your partner, and the pooch, you probably don't need all those extra rooms. And there's almost nothing worse than buying a home of more house than you need at the end of the month with a reminder, what was I thinking? Number three, the money pit. Maybe tempted to buy a fixer-upper. After all, you've watched so much HGTV. You feel just like Christina and Tarek, but be careful on how much rehab you take on. If the home needs one or two biggest projects and a handful of small weekend jobs to get in the perfect condition, you might just come out ahead. But if you can spot a dozen problems in the area now, you may end up going broke trying to repair that place. Instead, opt for a fixer-upper with an end in sight. Generally, I advise people to keep it simple like the kitchens and bathroom upgrades. Number four, the weekend stealer. Is the front lawn a tropical garden oasis? Does the house have a swimming pool, a basketball court, a hot tub? Is there a huge veggie garden that needs tending? Those features might look great now, but do you really want to spend every weekend maintaining your home, not to mention the expenses? Pools, hot tubs, elaborate landscaping are great in theory, but if you're not up for the challenge, move along. Number five, the dream crusher. Now, in an ideal world, you'll live in your home for a while, maybe make a few improvements and sell it for a profit later so you can upgrade to an even more awesome pad. But that doesn't mean you should look at every home that's for an investment potential. Sometimes, all your tireless home improvements won't mean much to the next buyer, and it won't end up going in price no matter what you make. If the only reason for making an offer is for what you might get out after you sell it, consider the market very, very carefully before you take the plunge. And last, number six, the doorbuster. You found a really good place, a deal in a home, go ahead, pat yourself on the back, but stop and ask yourself, why is this deal so great? Is it too good to be true? Is the location a bit gritty? You might save big bucks in the beginning, but later on, there also might be big problems down the road, and if you try to sell the home, you could be in trouble. So it's always best to pick a neighborhood with a strong school district and fiscally sound municipality. Even if you don't plan on having children or if you live in a neighborhood that may be a little rough on the edges, future buyers might mind that. And that means you might be forced out for the same discount you bought the house. And I always advise my clients, keep the resale factors in mind. Is it on a busy street? Is it a single-story home? Sometimes these are deal-breakers and must-haves and can really isolate the future potential buyer pool. Nobody wants their decisions as a first-time home buyer to come back and haunt them as a seller. That concludes today's episode. I hope you found some value in that. Thank you so much for tuning in and have an amazing day.